So, I overslept today, and this intro is not up to my normal standards. Um, I had to go move a very, very plastered drunk friend of mine's car out of the middle of the road uh, last night at 9.45 p.m., uh, which, mind you, he drives a manual, and I don't. I don't drive a manual, but I know the principles of how to drive a manual, which in reality translates to I can move a car about five feet at a time before it stalls out. Yeah, find them, grind them. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, last night. Point. Last night, and then there was a there were there was gunfire in my neighborhood at uh, 11, 15, 11, 45 p.m. So. Uh, sleep kind of eluded me for a lot of last night. Um, I got to sleep about 1 a.m., so yay. Um, also, it was really cold this morning, and my wife was kind of a bitch and turned the heat off when she left, so I don't like getting out of bed when it's cold, so that that also contributed to this. Um, so, yeah, this is the Coast to Coast Expanded Universe. I'm, I'm, I'm Gav, and this is Neth. Yep, that's me. And, and that's Chris. Hola. That's him. And uh, Kevin is off for the weekend. Hello, folks. Hi. How are you all doing today? Oh, my God. I know what you mean about the cold. Not yes. wanting to go to bed when there's cold. Agreed. Yeah. I don't I don't do it very well at all, period. Especially oh. since you'll I, I, I am a very, very vocal sun lover and heat lover. Although I will say Neth and I obviously Canada, Scotland, so it's cold most of our the time. Version, our version we of cold don't... is different from your version. Yes, our, ver <laughs> our version of cold is like we Actually get cold. maybe, yeah, our version of cold is like we get maybe, what, two, three weeks of warm weather and then it's just cold the rest of the year. So we just don't want to get out of bed. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of unfortunate <laughs> for Texas is because we get like three quarters of the year is nothing but hot. And then we get. <laughs> three months of it's probably gonna get kind of cool so you know anytime it drops below to me be having spent the last 36 years in texas anytime it drops below say 60 or so is far too cold for me so 60 degrees uh fahrenheit which is like 24 20 something like that i'm running around in shorts yeah, I was gonna say that's short weather. Like that that's, is that is like summer temperatures. I am wearing shorts and a tank top. Like the majority, <laughs> the majority right, so of the 16, the sixty is fifteen. Okay, that's still short weather. I, I I understand. My older no, brother is like that. Fifteen. I'm probably put. I'm probably wearing like pants, but I'm still rocking a short sleeve shirt and I'm maybe wearing, a hoodie if there's a if there's a breeze. I wear shorts and t-shirts until it is tan or below. So oh, God, you really? are like you're like my older brother. So my older brother's like that also. Um, he wears shorts year round, regardless of the weather. And he lives in he lives in the Pacific Northwest now. So it actually I, does get cold up there. I was in Manhattan um, during in November. Everyone was wearing like big jackets to keep themselves. From, I was walking around in shorts and T-shirt. 
I was getting weird looks. I was just like, <laughs> like what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> like, this is summer for me, people. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so it, it but you got to remember, it's all relative because I can put on more clothes to stay warm. You can't take off more clothes to get cool. No, that's why no. I like the fall and coming that, into the winter better. I am not a summer person. That's why at the health center this year, they allowed us to wear shorts and t-shirt because it was getting to like 30 degrees in that off back office. It was horrible. Oh, 30 oh. whole degrees. 30 whole degrees, 30 Chris. whole degrees when my normal is 10. <laughs> 30 whole <laughs> degrees Celsius. It's like that's a whole 86 degrees American units. That's American 86 units. degrees freedom. We had a few days here this summer where it hit like with the humidity. It was hitting like 105, 106. And I was like, fucking kill me. I will tell you right <laughs> now, I still wear a light jacket or a hoodie, a jumper uh, when it's like 30, Chris. I'm still wearing like a jumper at 30 degrees. How don't you? Why? Well, how do you not overheat and just turn into sludge? I would be a puddle of goo. There's no need for a coat. I'm just a puddle of goo at 30. Like, like fuck off and let me die. You've got, you got a whole 20 <laughs> degrees before you reach 100. Like, just end me now. Yeah, right? Like, I'm like, there's a whole like, 20 come degrees. Come near me. Don't talk to me. Don't touch me. Like, just fuck right off. <laughs> Leave me alone and let me die. <laughs> there's 20 whole there's there's 14 degrees between that and a hundred, okay? In um, in freedom. There's 14 degrees between that and a hundred and freedom. And this right? is why I never ever want to move away from Scotland because I can I, I never have to worry about the heat being fucking crazy. Unless it's like I a mean, three week period. I mean you could move here and you would be comfortable. Because yeah, we but, have the same weather. <laughs> Yes, but also Scotland, I think, looks prettier. No offense. No, 100%. 100%. <laughs> I remember telling you no all that it was like, <laughs> that it was 104, which is 40 degrees Celsius, and you all were losing your goddamn minds. I'm like, this is nothing. This is still no. reasonable. This is still no. reasonable. You got another six degrees before I start losing my shit here. No. Oh, no. Oh, no. It doesn't mean um, I don't sweat like a pig, but I mean, it's livable i can still live okay okay is, totally it, is it dry heat for you guys though or is oh it no okay so no it's no no so okay, we no. we run 80 to 90 percent humidity during the hottest portions of the year yeah no i so, i yeah. done. the reason that we were allowed to wear shorts and t-shirt at the health center and things that were that breathed was because we told our manager the day before that we would walk out if we have to wear our scrubs and this level of heat again that's how bad it was getting. I was ready to pass out. I was not so, prepared. Did you, did you guys not have air conditioning? Uh, and the back... Okay, so our building's real fucking weird, and it's real bad designed. Upstairs, all the air conditioning in the world. It's fucking wonderful. Okay. Downstairs, which is where I'm primarily based, no air con. At okay. all. Did you just have an earthquake? What the fuck is No, I just I slammed my chair out of its out of its groove on my chair mat and it hit my desk. It's <laughs> like the whole world. <laughs> oh, I, was like, I was like, what is happening? This episode, we're trying to front load some comedy in for here. Uh, for you yeah, all we on are. This one, so because it's gonna just, get real uh, bad. It's not gonna get great. It's, it's not gonna be great here. Okay, mm -hmm. just just letting you know. Um, 
So you have no aircon in the bottom, in the ground floor, you know, the actual working nope. floor? The, the floor where I primarily work and, yeah, and where all the doctors work, yes, there is no aircon. There is underfloor heating, there's no aircon. That doesn't make any sense. No. Um, it, has been, it has been escalated to a urgent matter to get aircon downstairs because, like I said, me and two of my co-workers almost passed out that, uh, that evening. You are going to be really, really mad when I tell you that my wife wears scrubs to work too. Mm-hmm. Everybody at her place wears scrubs. And yeah, they have to wear their scrubs even in 105 degree heat. And they're fine. No. <sighs> Uh, do they say aircon there, Chris? Is aircon yeah. the yeah? Aircon's okay. okay. Yeah, okay. We just say AC. Yeah, it's it's air conditioning, AC, AC, air conditioning, aircon. It's yeah. It's all the same thing. So, hey, crash. <laughs> These crash, are the choices yeah. we've made. The crash. <laughs> <are> the choices <laughs> we've made. AC, the UK has healthcare. That is like so spot on. The funny thing I'm going to tell you is that there are parts of the U.S. that don't have air conditioning. There are yeah, parts of the U.S. that don't use air conditioning. That's at like all. the places that are closer to Canada, though. Yeah, parts of the Pacific Northwest and <laughs> parts of Canada. the Northeast. Yeah, uh, I mean, like we, it, it's it's very very unusual here to have like a like my, AC built in until like brother. maybe five years ago it was very unusual to have AC here yeah, like my house like, doesn't have AC yeah new new builds like the new apartment buildings that they're putting in and stuff yeah they have them but like my, the, if it's older than five years no my older brother when he moved to the pacific northwest he did not because he had, he's from he's from the south and he's from houston he, he was born in georgia and he grew up in houston for most of his life um when he moved to the Pacific Northwest. He did not stop to think that maybe these places don't have central air. So this is my AC. This tower fan right here. <laughs> that very annoying fan, yes. This is my AC. My fan's across the room. You can't see it, but yeah, um, same, same thing. My, my fan is up there. Plus you have AC. And I have AC, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Ceiling no, fans thing, in every room. That's a Texas thing. This, That's this, a thing, stop, Texas this thing. thing stops me from dying for three weeks of the year. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, temperature talk out of the way. Kevin's going to have a fucking lovely time uh, editing this episode. <laughs> yep. But um, in fairness, we wanted to pack some comedy before we got real sad. Yeah. Yep. So um, <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and I've just really kind of been playing 14 <laughs> by myself. You're looking at me. I'm, I'm looking. I'm, I'm staring at you and everybody else at the same time. I haven't been around, so you can't. I I I I don't want to level my US character. I know. I know. <laughs> because when sex two comes along, I'm never gonna play it. So you know. Valid. <laughs> yep. Um. Uh, that's pretty much all I've been doing. I played a. Like two games of League, I think, but it was like brain dead games. League stuff, like yeah, brain dead League stuff. Yeah, ARAM, TFT, things like that that I don't have to pay attention to. Um, I AFK'd the back half of a lobby and still got third place. I'm the same. Uh, I've pretty much only done 14, little bit of League. Um, the 14, I've, I, I did max out all my. 
combat jobs, so now I'm working on the crafting jobs. Which uh, that's that's that, the, leveling the crafting jobs is a joke comparatively. Okay, it is, it is, <laughs> it is. Um, uh, Crash's so, D&D uh, campaigns have all completed. So yes, which I'm a part. I'm a part of two of those, and those were awesome endings. Uh, yeah, they were great. Um, but yeah, crafting. I've maxed at culinarian, working on weaving. Um, <clears throat> And I've been doing a lot of bard performances in Limpsa, as well as our little bard Link Shills uh, gathering area. I got a lot of new songs, a lot of Disney songs. Um, little bit of leak with you. Uh, I tried Season of Mastery, got to level six on a Night Elf Priest, got bored and uninstalled it. Um, about it. My sub is completely Sorry. off. Uh, World of Warcraft Season of Mastery, the classic uh, relaunch. So oh. what they're doing is they're taking Diablo 3 style seasons and implementing yep. them in classic. You have a oh. year to do all of the content and then everything with, is reset. With special uh, changes to the core gameplay loop. So they've nerfed the ability of uh, high level characters to power level a lower level character by them tagging a mob, the lower level tagging a mob and the higher levels killing it. Yep. Frost mage grinding, um, cash um, grinding. They've also added extra boss mechanics to all the raid bosses. They have buffed all the health, me, um, buffed all the health pools. They have interesting uh, increased XP gains from quests and uh, exploration. Yeah, by forty percent if you're under level sixty. Yep, and yeah, the I mean, expectation classic, is that you can't you, be over level sixty. <laughs> the expectation is well, then they're probably going to do season of mastery for TBC as well. Oh, that's um, true. The expectation is that by the time the year is over, you've completed all the content, and then the, everything gets reset again. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of interesting. They, it's an interesting it, idea. It, um, it, they could do some interesting stuff, especially where if they're adding extra mechanics to the raid bosses. That that's kind of neat. But as well, have Crash, all the we'll women <laughs> We'll, get to that we'll later. talk about that a bit. That this, is essentially this, this that's episode. That's a little later on. So Crash. we don't we don't have a Kevin here today to keep us strictly on script. So this mm -hmm. podcast is going to be a little bit more reactive, I think, because the three of us are really bad about that. Yeah, reacting to the to the Twitch chat, the chat rather about. than uh, rather than you know following the script. In fairness, uh, though, I think that I think <clears throat> that's not a bad thing. No. It's not yeah, but the problem, problem is in a in a podcast format, it loses a lot of context. That's <laughs> why I try and say what's being said, uh, except mm -hmm. that one because we'll talk about that in a bit. <laughs> we are going to talk about that. Yeah, we'll throw um, that. Yeah. Uh, Neth, what are you? What are you? What are you doing? Um, so I haven't been home for most of the last. Two yeah, years. she's been gone for like a while now. I've mm. been away for family reasons. Um, I did. I've. A little bit of Vanguards, a little bit of Final Fantasy, and a bit of Diablo Immortal on my phone while I was away that kept me occupied at times. So Wait, we have phones. Pardon? We have phones. I mean, he, he I was, do. He, 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 he was making a joke. Yeah. Uh. Um, yeah, but yeah, most, most of my past week has been family stuff. <clears throat> um, uh, what's Kevin Chris, been doing? Chris has written that Kevin lost an arm while backpacking in Europe, but in actuality, what he's doing is that he's been volunteering his time to help uh, 
do some organizational stuff for a music festival that is actually going to be going on this weekend on Twitch. Uh, we'll have a link to that somewhere at some point. Maybe. I don't know. Who are you and can we have our Gav back? I'm confused by you being nice and being honest about what he's really doing. I've been doing that for like the last few months. When you I'm all have concerned. been gone, I've actually been telling people what's been going on. I was at a wedding last time. It was fun. I got real you drunk. Are. The pictures were really nice too. No, but no, 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 no. Here's, here's the thing. Marcus regretted it because he invited a Scotsman to an open bar. Yep. Oh, ouch. <laughs> how, yeah. is, how is Marcus, Marcus's pocket book? <laughs> they're just, they're, they're actually just back from their uh, two week uh, honeymoon. Oh, where'd uh, they go? New York. Oh, that's cool. Why? Because they're from Scotland. Because they're from Scotland, yeah. Why? No, they're, from they're, from, they're, from, they're from England. They're, 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 they're English. I was going to say, he's not Scottish. Marcus is Scottish. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm like, wait a second, Marcus is What's, Scottish. By the way, uh, you saw the, how, how gorgeous did Lily look? How gorgeous did she yeah. look? Yeah, no, like, seriously, the, the pictures were beautiful. I didn't look. Well, the, there was one picture of my original WoW group. Me, the groom, plus another three guys. We guys, started that that ten years ago. We started. Really we started playing WoW ten years ago together, and that's the first picture of all five of us in the same room. I was very happy about that. That's delightful and adorable. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, help us all. Um. So that. Pretty much rounds out what we've been doing for the last two weeks. There's not a whole lot of feedback. We're pretty used to this after, Chris, five years for you and I and like three. Yeah, yeah it's been a long time. Two for now. Uh, it's, we're kind of used to it <laughs> at this point. So um, Kevin's uh, big thing, uh, the country callouts, uh, the U.S., the Canada, <laughs> the UK, uh, Germany, and Iraq. The UK. The Uk and the Iraq. And Iraq. The only thing I can think of Iraq is if maybe somebody's deployed. It's either someone's deployed don't, or there's a bot or an Iraq. Have soldiers in Iraq. Does the US even still have active duty in Iraq? I, don't I mean, know. it's been 20 not, years. Not I don't this, know. Not, not this public knowledge. <laughs> there's that. <laughs> and we've just given up a secret mission <laughs> um, there are apparently 2500 US soldiers still in Iraq as of September well there you wow. go that's a very small amount comparative yeah that's a very small amount comparative but still that's a lot that's a lot of people yeah um, Chris I think you've got the only news story in here um, there, uh, there's one that I've not put on there, but I want to talk about as well, uh, just very quickly. It's also something that makes me very angry, but we'll talk about that. Um, so first off, uh, two weeks notice for Endwalker release. Yep. Well, uh, just uh, for the early access anyway. Early access will go live on the third, and will fully launch uh, five days later. Yeah, it's uh, like sixteen days at this point, and then it's like. 20 so it's three weeks for full launch no it's two weeks it's two it's two weeks for early access as of yesterday uh, i thought uh so chris the third the third is a friday uh, well uh, what yeah. i'm saying is it's the 20th right now mm -hmm. <clears throat> 10 
plus three. So yeah, three weeks, two weeks. Yeah, so it's just two weeks. Sorry. I don't know where I got an extra three days in there somewhere. Don't know where you got sure. them from, but yes, two weeks. Two weeks as of yesterday. I am counting. Trust me, I am I'm excited for this. I would have been playing Ironwalker yesterday if it wasn't for the delay. Which, by the way, I didn't get to talk about that yet last time. I mentioned it. People stop being, stop, stop being angry. I would much rather there be a, a, a properly fully QA'd game than a game that's buggy and shit. It's, I mean, believe me, they're very upset. They were setting this up to launch on a full moon worldwide. Yeah, yeah that was the whole fucking <laughs> point of it. And they, they, and, had, they, and they messed that up. They had this set up to launch on a full moon at the moment the full moon reached, uh, reached because, full height. Because Endwalker were moon haunted, yo. <laughs> Um, um, so yeah, don't don't don't. Yoshi P, he's 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 wonderful. He's doing his best. Then this is um this is, if the only reason it's delayed is because it has to be. Don't like, don't, be a, don't be a legit stupid. cry when he, he knows. I he, like, I rewatched that last night. Yes, he legit was crying during the. Yes, the, um, the, man, the man was legitimately like he wasn't like breaking down and sobbing. No, but, but he was emotional. Like, he was extremely oh, emotional. He was not happy with himself. <laughs> that man was not happy with himself at all. No, hundred percent. So, the fact that the fact that it's delayed, it means it needed to be. So, deal with it. At least we'll know we're get we're getting a get polished product out of it. Um, In the end, it didn't even matter. Crash. I hate you. Um, the other part that I want to talk about is that a lot of people in fourteen, a lot of people in fourteen in general, myself included, wish there was more glamour options, and and the glamour dresser and glamour plates and all that stuff. That will fit. We've it's been confirmed that the devs will address this in six point one. So we'll hopefully be getting more glamour plates. We'll hopefully be getting more glamour dresser space, more armory space, all of the things. I mean, you're getting some new space from where they move the belts into rings and main hand. Yeah, but I want to be able to have more glamour options because right now I have I have it set up that I've got a healing glamour, a caster glamour, a tanking glamour. A physical range glamour, and then I can I can do individual ones for my melee, plus a beach one, plus a clubbing one, plus. But I can't do like individual ones the for all classes. One? I have a clubbing glamour. I was clubbing last night. It was great. <laughs> a clubbing one. Oh, there was a live DJ on Twitch. It was amazing. I, I know will... you posted before that you like you're like we're clubbing. Here's the DJ. I'm like, what the fuck? It's live DJs, and they make a lot of money doing it. I really? will. Yeah, you make yeah. a lot of money bartending in fourteen. Yeah, it's it's not real money. No. Not real money, Gil. Not real but money. Still, like, I'm just like, what the fuck? That's kind People of take their role playing way too seriously. <clears throat> just saying, it's yeah. fucking wonderful. Um, um, the other the other thing I very quickly wanted to talk about. And this is this is more of an international thing. You two are good. You two are fine. Um, <clears throat> anyone who uh, was excited for the. Uh, Earring of season four of Star Trek Discovery, who does not live in the US or Canada. <laughs> Y'all are pissed, right? Yeah. So uh Paramount pulled uh international discovery from uh Netflix internationally. Oh, did they put in that stupid Paramount Plus shit? Two days prior to the airing of the of the season four launch. Are you serious? <laughs> With no notice. Um, the, <laughs> so fucking angry. Um, this has obviously pissed off the international fan base to no end. Um, and 
we the, it will not officially air internationally until <clears throat> I think they said February 2022 um, on the new Paramount Plus, which will only launch in certain regions in 2022. So it's not even full international like Discovery. UK is going to be one of the first regions. The UK is going to be one of the first ones. So it's what you're saying point. is is that you all are pissed point. off <clears throat> that the company who makes the thing wants to get all the money okay, from but... you paying for the thing, not <laughs> having but... a, a smaller proportion come from a third party with the thing. But, but here's the I, thing, Gavin, and I, I can think... understand the thing, because I've seen this happen before where things are licensed in the States. It's pulled from something in the States, but in Canada, like, like you guys had stuff that was like pulled from Netflix. It's still available on our, on our Netflix because we don't have whatever it went to in the States. So they left it with Netflix or like, it's still accessible, right? Like if you, you know, like I can understand. Star Trek pulling... period is not accessible in the UK. Right. At the moment. And I can, There's I can no understand, Star Trek that is I can accessible. understand pulling it if they have something equivalent for it to be accessible on. But if you're pulling it and you're now completely killing your fan base and they're not able to access it at all, that's actually that's actually so, stupid. There's only two types. There's only two Star Trek shows currently that is available to watch in the UK, and they are both on Amazon Prime. It's Star Trek Picard and Star Trek Lower Decks. Everything else mm -hmm. was available on Netflix. Original mm -hmm. series, Next Generation, Voyager, DS9, Enterprise. They were all available on on Netflix. They were all pulled. Uh, uh, a couple of weeks ago, with the exception of Discovery, which was pulled two days before it aired in the US. Previously, previous seasons, we got it the following day. So it aired on the Thursday in the US. We got it on the Friday on Netflix. So, um, Chris? Yes? You can blame the Swedes. I'm not blaming the Swedes. You can, because I just looked up to see where Paramount Plus is available. And in Europe, it's available in Denmark, Finland, Norway, and Sweden. So you can blame the Swedes. <laughs> Cool. Those, I, uh, <laughs> I was like, what? Like, why? Why is it the Nordic countries? It's like, yeah, I don't get it. <laughs> I, I, but the pro, the okay. So I understand where they're coming from. I know I understand entirely. They make their money. They make their money on new, on new episodes. That's how you make your money on a subscription service: is new content. I understand and entirely. The. So it's just like, but the problem is, it's like that's the thing that we've had to go through in the first place. The, the problem also, the problem also is that um, torrenting is real fucking easy nowadays. Yep. So um, I can pretty much guarantee the vast majority of the European market that would would happily have sat down and watched Discovery via Netflix and gave them money from that. Ain't gonna fucking the wait for Paramount Plus. The amount Plus. of money they would have—I can tell you right now—the amount of money they probably got from their Netflix deal was, was probably upfront quantity and absolutely nothing on continual rewatch, and it probably wouldn't have been anywhere near what they would have made. On that's the problem. Is is that I'm guaranteeing you what was probably supposed to happen is that the new, the the UK version or the European version of the Paramount Plus. platform was
supposed to have launched. That's probably why it was a last minute sort of, hey, we're not giving you any warning on this. I can still probably guarantee they're gonna they're they're, they're not gonna make as much money as they're hoping because torrenting is so easy nowadays. Uh, this is I'm not encouraging I mean, if, it. Don't do it. Hundred percent. I mean, don't, if don't Europeans torrent. want to be just if Europeans don't want to pay for the content, I mean that's their deal. I, I, and I, I'm I, clarify not just Europeans. This is this if, is this is if the rest of the world doesn't want to pay for the intern- content that's produced. I would happily have paid for the content if it was available when I've always had access to it the following day. I'd happily pay for the content. I have to wait now. I'm not happy about it. No, and that I understand. I understand being unhappy about the the content not being out and things like that. I mean, I I I for I don't know. I with the fact of the matter is is that I don't like paying for more subscription services. I already have enough of them as it is. Um, so generally with that kind of stuff, I just wait until it's all out and then I sit down and watch it over the course of a month. The internationally, I, I pay for a month of subscription and then I watch it over the course of a month. Internationally, most things just end up on Netflix or Amazon Prime. And I had Amazon Prime before Amazon Prime TV was a thing. <laughs> so well, you'll be they, you will probably start having to deal with more and more splintering and fracturing of rights management as some of these older rights deals start falling apart. And because this is this is the great schisming of content, because in the beginning it was great because, oh, Netflix had everything I needed. Well, then Netflix came out and then Hulu came out after that. And then, OK, Hulu and Netflix have everything I've got, have everything I want to watch. That's great. I need. I want to watch live TV or recently aired TV. I watch Hulu. If I want to watch older movies or some original content, I watch Netflix. Then Amazon Prime came out, and then Apple TV, and then Paramount Plus, and HBO Max, and everything else. And all of a sudden, everything is just splintering out again. And the costs are going to continue to increase because these subscription services are still expensive. Yeah, I have I have Netflix, Disney Plus, and like I said, I passively have Amazon Prime because I already had Prime. Yeah, yeah. I I regularly pay for Disney, Disney Plus, uh, Hulu, and uh, Netflix, uh, Amazon Prime. I just I roll that because I get I make that much I, I spend that much in shipping fees every year alone. Yeah. So I don't really care about the 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 Amazon Prime thing. Is just it just happens. I yeah I passively have. Picard and Lord X because I pay for ship. I don't want to pay for shipping. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, and I'm the same way. It was like, okay, I'm. I'm I don't want to pay for shipping. Yep. But I mean, I pay for. I pay for Hulu mm. because I like. I watch a lot of fairly recent TV, and it's Hulu's actually really good for weeb shit too, for the most part. So Hulu has Hulu. pretty recent simulcast weeb shit on it available. So Hulu is US only. Like we don't have. Yeah, we don't have that. I believe it's U.S. only at the moment. Yeah, yeah, it's not in Canada. That's not over here. Yeah, Hulu's whole deal is that it's more on the live TV side of things. So if I want to watch something that's in the U.S. would be on, say, FX, like What We Do in the Shadows, uh, the series. I, I love watch that, that show. I watch that on Hulu because that's have on you Hulu. The because movie? They have, I saw the movie years and okay. years ago. I believe um, that's on Netflix internationally. It is not. It uh, what we do in the sh- Yeah, What We Do in the Shadow is not available in North America on streaming. Once it, the was. TV show, it was. It, it was. was. Once the show started, though, it got pulled from all the streaming services. Mm-mm. 
Yeah, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't too long after the show because I don't think I've actually been able to sit Perry down and have her watch it. Because I've seen the movie because I knew uh, Taika Waititi was a good director already and a good actor, a good comedian before all this Marvel shit started happening and everything else. Because yeah. I had seen that and he did done, done a couple other things, really interesting things. Um, like the whole Southeast Asia, Oceania, like comedy scene is actually really interesting to me. So. But yeah. I just wanted to vent about it. <laughs> That's fine. That's valid. Um, it's valid. Um, I. There's a cat that appeared next. OK. Um, Which one? It's a coal. Hi, coal. Um. Yeah, I didn't really have a whole lot of news story that was like personally interesting to me. Um, I'll throw. I, I, I haven't followed any of the news stories this week, to be 100% honest. Like, I'll throw the PSA out to everybody again that plays 14. Make sure that in two weeks, when either early access, if you've got it pre ordered, or once uh, 6.0 hits, uh, you know, the full live launch. Um, Make sure that your characters are either at the very bottom of a new level mm -hmm. or you're OK with losing any progress you've got on that level because yes. there they will be resetting all progress back to zero with a sat squish on levels. So your experience gained inside of a level band will be reset to zero. So make sure you're okay, either. So if, I, as, so if I'm like partway between if you're 75 percent to level 60 you're at level 59 and you're 75 percent through that it'll wipe all 75 percent of that xp gain out back to oh, zero okay. so the re the go ahead go ahead, go ahead. i was gonna say the reason <clears throat> for it is that rather than essentially because it have to do it individually for every single character going right. through every single oh, job and class okay. of every single character individually to lock that shit and change the numbers to what the new calculations will be that's going to take a lot of fucking work and a lot of time. Yeah. So the easier way to do it is just reset everyone to the start of their current level. Yeah, no, so that makes sense. If you don't want to lose a lot of progress, make sure if you're 99%, you get that last 1%, tick it over, and then stop. <laughs> yep. Um, I think uh, Carrie said something like them saving several billion bytes of data. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow, really? Uh, he said it was a very large amount of stuff. Let's jump to that one. Yeah, saving themselves over 10 billion bytes of data. Wow. <clears throat> oh. So it's, yeah, it's, it makes entire sense knowing all of that. So just, just be prepared for it. Yeah. So this, is, this, is your this is your last warning from us, at least before it launches. Yeah, so that was just, that was just me trying to be PSA for folks, just to remind them, hey, make sure... You're doing that. Um, also, the Moogle Tombstone event. Will that be going away with the early access? Sexual or launch. Uh, the the early, early access. Early access yeah. as sex or the actual patch launch. It... Okay, so in, so you've got just over two weeks to finish up any grind you want to do for Tombstones as well. Uh, another site PSA, because there's a lot of new players who have never actually experienced a uh, Final Fantasy XIV uh, expansion launch. So the, the, the early access launch is on the Friday. The servers will go down for 24 hours the day before. All servers. So on the Thursday, you will not have access to 14. This is when they will be updating the servers, 
doing whatever maintenance is required alongside it. And then 9 a.m. GMT, the servers will go live globally to early access and the 6.0 build. If you don't have access to uh, early access, obviously you'll just have access to the new spells up to level uh, 80. Everyone from everyone who has early access, of, uh, they will be able to start leveling. They'll have access to Sage, access to Reaper, everything there. Um, it's just a straight out launch with a couple days head start for anyone who pre-ordered. Yeah, so you've got just over two weeks for anything that you want to get cleared up before 6.0 launch. Yep, um, and I will also add information, because I'm not going to go over here, I'll add information about what you're going to lose, like belts and all that, and what's going to happen with all that, because there's a lot of little finicky bits and bobs with that, but we'll have it in the show notes. Um, the only other PSA kind of thing was... Or something, I don't remember what it was. Uh, regardless, doesn't matter. Um, yeah. So get your shit got right with God. Uh, are we ready for the depression now? Yep. All right. So it's <sighs> the, if we were like a more professional podcast, I would have like a uh, a royalty free like news sound effect Breaking to news, slam yeah. in right here. Uh, but I don't. So, yeah, and we aren't. We aren't. Yeah. So we got just. There's been a torrent of Blizzard shit over the last week and a half or so. Uh, even more so than normal. Um, I'll go ahead and start with um, with Jen O'Neill because we did mention that, I believe, on the previous show. I believe yes, Kevin uh, and I talked about that. Very uh, quickly, all of this comes from a Wall Street Journal article. Uh, not all of it, but the majority of but the, majority the, of it does. the, the Kotick stuff. The Kotick-centric stuff is from a Wall Street Journal article, which was a very well thought out, very, very well researched piece. It wasn't just like a lot of people talk about, oh, you know, it's just like they they saw what was happening and they just wanted to put a hit piece out. This is like, no, this is they've done some pretty deep research on this. This is something that they've been working on for, for uh, a minute. Also, bear in mind that the Wall Street Journal article, though they provided notes saying that these are from uh, uh, reliable and valid sources. There was no actual evidence that they provided. So these, these are all this allegations. This has not been proven in court. These are allegations. Allegedly. And so rather than us say allegedly a whole shit ton, just keep that word in your head so that we don't have to say it a million fucking times. This yes. is this is your only warning that any of the Kotick-centric stuff is strictly allegedly, okay? So there is no uh, there. We're we're not going to just say allegedly after every statement we make. This is not business blaze or Simon Whistler. Okay, YouTube people. With a, he has uh, he has like a billion and a half fucking channels. All he says yeah. is anytime he talks about anything is allegedly. So this is we're not going to do that every single fucking time hey, we God. we make a statement about Robert Kotick. <clears throat> oh, he got so named. Yes. Um, I, if I, if I knew his government name, I'd actually use his old government name, but I don't, um, he, he's enough of a honky to have a middle name. So, um, so, uh, first off, we'll, we'll, we'll go into some of the, some of the not Kotick centric stuff first, and then we'll get into the Kotick centric stuff at the end. Um, but Jen O'Neill has actually come out and stated that, um, uh, after Mikey Barra, uh, who was her. She is the former co-lead of uh, Blizzard Entertainment. 
uh, with her co-lead was Mikey is what well, was Mikey Barra. Um, Mikey well, technically Barra still is. She's technically there till the end of the year. So, uh, no, she has stepped down effective immediately. Oh, did she? She oh, is, okay. Yeah, she stepped down effective immediately the second she put that out. Yeah, and she's she still part staying, of the company until the end of the year. Yes, she is uh, staying with Blizzard okay. to administer the million dollar grant they did to the I don't remember the group uh, that she's a, that she's a board member of. Um, uh, but so Mikey Barra, as we've said before, just for a refresher, was formerly with Xbox and Jen O'Neill was the former head of Vicarious Visions, which was a support studio for Actibliz, uh, no. who is now a full time completely rolled into no longer exists as Vicarious Visions studio for uh, Blizzard Entertainment. Clarification, Mikey Barra was the former lead of Battle, Battle.net and online productions for Blizzard. I believe he worked for Xbox originally before he was brought over to uh, Blizzard. No, but I'm saying that's what he was doing within Blizzard before he became the co-president. Yes. Um, yeah, that sounds right. Um, I'm looking up his LinkedIn real quick because I don't want to double check that. If I'm going to say something, I want to make sure that I'm saying the right thing, you know? I'm reading a quote from Mike Gabara. Okay, so he joined Blizzard in 2019. Before mm -hmm. that, he was the he was the corporate vice president for Xbox Live and Xbox Live Game Pass and Mixer for two uh, for almost three years. And well, he was how also well Mixer the, went. <laughs> he was also the corporate vice president for program management of the Xbox platform for two and a half years. So he, he was with Xbox primarily. Uh, and then joined Blizzard two years ago. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah. Um, so, yes, Mikey Barra. Uh, Blizzard employee for the last couple of years, but previously spent almost 20 years with Microsoft and in, in Xbox in the Xbox division. Um, and she was the head of Vicarious Visions, which has now been completely folded and rolled into Blizzard as a company no longer exists as Vicarious Visions. Mm -hmm. um, she and Ibarra were promoted in were were brought on for the co-lead job in August after mm -hmm. Jay Allen Brack stepped down as the head of Blizzard Entertainment and was allowed a coward's exit mm -hmm. um, after he was named uh, in the Sorry. in the in the in the state lawsuits uh, from the state of California. Um, and yeah, so. Just a couple of weeks ago, she announced that she was stepping down effective immediately as co-lead of Blizzard Entertainment. It was a very, very staid, very corporate announcement and basically mm -hmm. stating that uh, she was leaving to pursue other opportunities. And Blizzard gave her Activision gave her a million dollar grant towards a charitable foundation, which if somebody could take a look up for that real quick, I don't remember what it is. It's women who... Uh, women in programming or something like that. Um, oh, uh, that's the uh, girls, girls, who, girls, girls who code. code. It's not no. girls who code. It's women in programming, I think, or women in development, something like that. Um, 
and where she is a board member of this organization and gave her a million dollar grant for it. She will be staying with Activision Blizzard until the end of the year to administer that grant and to deal with that. And then she will be stepping down up completely 100 percent from Blizzard come the end of the year, as that's what we knew at that time. Uh, it has now come out that uh, she and Mikey Barra were paid differently. Now, that's understandable in the very beginning. I can kind uh, of understand that. Like the Women very, in very first Games day. International. Women yeah, in Games so that's, International. That's the non-profit, Women in Games that's International. That's the non-profit she's a board member of. Um, I can understand that in the very early days, this all seemed kind of rushed. So the fact that they might have been brought on at different, they might have been brought up at different pay rates makes sense. They they held different positions within the company. That should have been rectified immediately, though. Mm-hmm. They should have immediately both gone on new you contracts. Over a new role, new contracts. Yeah, they should have gone over on new contracts immediately, yep. or as soon as humanly possible. I understand that because it's the state of, I believe, I understand it's the state of California and things like that. There's rules and regulations in place for how people get promoted, how contracts work, how pay disparities work, mm-hmm. things mm-hmm. like that. I understand that there's understandably a little bit of lag time to allow them to handle their shit. They didn't is yep. the problem. Uh, so Mikey Barra stated that they were both offered the same pay rate eventually, but in the beginning, they both came from different parts of Activision Blizzard and were being paid different amounts. Um, but And he says that, but it, at the end, they were both offered the same amount and but Jen chose not to. Uh, Jen O'Neill chose not to take that and chose to step down, which is, you know, totally acceptable. The problem is that Jen O'Neill then comes out and says that, well, actually, that's not really what happened because they didn't offer me the same pay rate as you until I had already tendered my resignation. Yeah. So it was kind of like a little too little too late like this is an oh fuck we got to make sure we cover this up kind of thing we got to make yeah, sure we have our like, eyes dotted and t's crossed oh hey we're already facing a lawsuit for gender discrimination oh shit maybe we should have had them at the same pay rate oh oops yeah they probably shouldn't have waited a month oops uh, there there was uh internal emails that were released from mike Ybarra. um to Activision's staff, uh, all, you know, higher ups, and regards Stating to their that pay they rates, need to be on the same pay rate. You know? Yeah, yeah. So, so oh, it's yeah, not, I, I do it. It's, it's yeah. Mikey Barr is not a bad guy. He might just have bad information at this point. Yeah, yeah. That's well, what I'm and, saying. And, and, and also, it's not his place to fix that issue. He's in the yeah. same role as she is. He's and, not the one who's deciding what they, they both get paid. That's, but the thing is, at the same time, he also does seem to have done his due diligence to ensure that they were compensated fairly and equally. Yes. He seems to have done his due diligence. He's, done, on he's, yeah. he's covered the bases of, I am trying to make sure we both get what, we're, what we are entitled to here. Yeah, it yeah. says, in her words, well, the company informed me before I tendered my resignation that they were working on a new proposal. We were made equivalent offers only after I tendered that resignation. Yeah. So there's some more going on here um, is the problem. So uh, Jen O'Neill also revealed that she had been the victim of a of uh, harassment and a was it a sexual assault or was it just harassment? I can't remember. I read the story yesterday and I don't remember off the top of my head. Okay, honestly, uh, as far I as I remember, I it was sex- just sexual harassment. I don't think it was an actual uh, like assault, if I remember correctly. Yeah, from the I article. think it was. Yeah, uh, I believe it was just uh, harassment. 
Um, yeah. Uh, she also actively said that she felt that she had been tokenized, marginalized, and discriminated against. Yes, uh, bear in mind uh, Jen O'Neill is uh, Asian American and also LGBTQ. Yep. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, that's uh, a whole whole host of problems going on here. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We 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 warned everyone at the start. It's going to be one of those episodes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yes, she. She has kind of pushed back a little bit on some of what Ibarra has said, but from. All that we can tell based on the information we have in front of us currently, Ibarra has done his due diligence and has attempted to make sure that these issues are rectified. She disagrees with some of the narrative that he's presented, but overall it seems like they're kind of both coming at the same point from different angles. So we'll yes. see. Um yeah, we'll see how that ends up going. Oh, this is already just a clusterfuck. We're, this is the first of like nine stories we have about this act of blue shit this week, by the way. Yeah, it was yeah. a giant fucking shitstorm this week. Um, there was one slightly good thing. There's There's been some folks that have been coming out of the woodwork, uh, former developers and former employees of the Overwatch team that have mentioned very specifically that yes. uh, Jeff Kaplan tried his best to make that team not bad <laughs> like like Yay, Blizzard. <laughs> uncle jeff is not now, a sex we predator know, thank god <laughs> we don't have any we don't have all the information about that not a whole lot of information has come out about that side of things about uh jeff kaplan or overwatch or I'm anything gonna take the positive where we can get it i'm gonna try to take the positive where we can get yeah. it um i believe the exact quote was that he tried to shield them from all the corporate bullshit Yes, yes, that was the exact quote. Which a lot of people have taken. Now, this is not this is not the words that are used, but this is how people have taken what has been said, that he tried to shield them from the kind of shitty workplace culture that Activision Blizzard was actively seeming to foster. Um, but on more bad news, um, uh, this one isn't in here, but uh, the Morheim letter. Oh, I so, forgot about the Morheim letter. You'll need, you'll need to link so that. So when I'll need to go dig it up, but the, mm. the, the gist of the situation is that there was an individual that was, I believe this was one of the Activision studios, like the head of one of the Activision studios. I think was it, was it the Sledgehammer guy? Yeah, it was Sledgehammer. It was Sledgehammer, I think. Uh, yeah. The head of Sledgehammer was, they were actively attempting to let him go because he had sexually assaulted, I think, one of his employees. And... Kotick stepped in personally to defend him. No, this is a different story, but no, I'm, conflating a different story. Story. I'm conflating two stories right now. But there was another situation basically where somebody who was either harassing or assaulting some of his uh, employees or some of those folks was let go by Activision Sorry. Blizzard by the board. It's okay. Was let go. And the details of it were not made public. Mike Morheim pinned a very public like Twitter thing or a letter or something that said hey it's been great times can't wait to see you again bye we love yeah. you 
So, uh, okay. So to clarify, the the head of yes, uh, no, no, no. Uh, but I, I can I can separate them so we get the right information for yeah, each of them. Um, so the Bobby Kotick stepping in personally one that was a triarch lead that um, was essentially uh, human resources internal investigation recommended immediate dismissal. Bobby Kotick said, "No, no, we'll 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 send him to we'll send him to uh, we'll send him to uh, therapy, and uh, we'll 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 fix it from with that." By the way, that 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 member of Triarch, he left two days ago. Yep. After all this came out, so yeah, <laughs> uh, I think it's like Bob Buddy or Bobby something. Yeah, I'm trying to find this is this is just kind of a clusterfuck because just stuff just seems to pop There's up so fucking much. That's the problem. That uh, a lot of stuff is now again kind of getting conflated in my sort of view of in, in how I'm viewing all of this. And that's not good because I'm trying to be as objective as possible and tell the story and give the facts as they are presented with my you know, sort of a is my subjective view on things as well, kind of thrown in where appropriate. But I'm trying to be as objective as possible with all the uh, with everything I'm saying. Trying to find the tr ah uh, Dan Bunting, uh, co-head of Activision's Triarch Studio, was accused by a female employee of sexual harassment back in 2017 after a night of drinking. Activision's Human Resources Department and other superior uh, supervisors launched an internal investigation and recommended that he be fired, but Bobby Kotick personally intervened to keep him there. Uh, Bunting uh, led the Triarch's uh, launch of several successful Call of Duty games, was given counselling and allowed to remain at the company. Bunting no longer works for Triarch. He left the company two days after the um, Wall Street Journal article went live. Okay, here we go. Uh, so this is part of the Wall Street Journal report, actually, was the Morheim one. Most of it um, comes from there, yeah. Uh, in 2018, former Blizzard CEO Mike Morheim thanked one man for his contributions over the year after the man in question was fired due to multiple allegations of harassment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. It's a lot. Yeah. Oh my. All right. What's the next story? In the shitstorm yeah. that was this past week. Best way to fucking put it. Okay, yeah. So let's go ahead. I'm gonna mark off the ones. I'm gonna mark the ones that we've done in a different color. Uh, talked about. Let's let's because the thing is everything else kind of works into the response to the Wall Street Journal article. We should mm -hmm. maybe just go through that real quick. Yeah. Okay. Um. So this was a Wall Street Journal Wall Wall Street Journal article, uh, written by uh Kirsten Grand, Ben Fritz, and Sarah Needleman. Uh, produced on the uh, the sixteenth of November, and again, bear in mind, 
These are all allegations, so everything is alleged allegedly, until proven in court. Allegedly. Just remember that word. Okay. Today's um, word of the day is allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> allegedly will literally be the ending, say allegedly boys and girls. Yep. Just heads up. <laughs> no, I saw that coming. Um Okay, so this article goes into a lot of information, including multiple allegations against Bobby Kotick <clears throat> and allegations of him abuse, essentially abusing his power. Shocked. Would we agree I'm with shocked. The, would we agree with that overall description? Oh yeah. This is my shocked face. Um, there are uh, allegations from early two thousand and six as well as early two thousand and seven, um, both of which were dealt with. I I hate both of you so fucking much. I saw you laugh. You can't. She laughed. She laughed audibly. You laughed visually. Don't start. Yeah. I I hey I have I have I have good we radio discipline. Okay? We were doing shocked Pikachu. I have good radio discipline. Okay, I don't laugh audibly. I laugh visually. Okay, I have good radio discipline. All right. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh-huh. We were doing shocked Pikachu. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So, um... Sorry! <laughs> let's start with the 2006 one, so... Just bring that up. Okay. Uh, allegedly, uh, oh. in 2000... Yep. One second. Let's see. I just want to point this out real fast. On the 15th, so this last Monday, uh, Activision Blizzard granted all employees, temporary workers, and contractors the week of Thanksgiving off. Yes, they did. The, now, paid, then they revealed. Paid, by the way, just to clarify, then they paid. paid holiday off. Is that next week for you guys? Yes, that's next week for okay. us. But the the reason that they did was because they knew the Wall Street Journal article was coming out. They they announced that on like Wednesday <laughs> or Tuesday. They they said that hey, the journal article's coming out. Everybody's getting the day. Everybody's getting the week off. Paid. Bye. So go ahead, wow. Chris. You're saying. You were saying. <laughs> Um, in 2006, one of uh, uh, Mr. Uh, Bobby Kotick's assistants complains that he had uh, harassed her, uh, including a threatening voicemail that he would have her killed, yep. according to people familiar with the matter. This was settled, This matter was settled out of court. Uh, Bobby Kotick quickly apologised 16 years ago uh, for his obvious hyperbolic and inappropriate voicemail and he deeply regrets the ex... Wasn't that 16 years ago? I thought that was 2016. 26... No, 2006. Was it 2006? Yep, I'm reading the article. Okay. okay. <laughs> uh, Mr. Kodak quickly apologized for, this for apologized 16 years ago for the obvious hyperbolic and inappropriate mail. Uh, he deeply regrets the exaggeration and tone of his voicemail to this day. He threatened, to ha he threatened a woman to saying he would have her killed. This was one of his assistants, by the way. Yeah. This um, is one of his, 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 his own employees, his personal employees. And the worst part is, he doesn't disagree that that happened. He no. admits that that happened. Mm -hmm. So he openly admits that he threatened to have his assistant, one of his employees, killed. And felt strongly enough about it that he left a voicemail about this. Now, mind you, this is... Pre-Activ Yes. Not so much, but yes. Because uh, when did when did Activision acquire Blizzard? Uh, 
from Vivendi. I want to say that was about 2007, 2008, wasn't it? Like it, it was around about 2008. Math. So yeah, this is two years before Blizzard. So this shows yeah. this shows that there's like uh, some stuff there beforehand too. Yeah, yeah. This yeah. is not just an active. This is not just a Blizzard this toxifying not... the Activision culture. Because... This is something that has happened over time. Because let's be honest, Blizzard already had its own fucking toxic culture at the time. Um, um, a year later, in 2007, he was sued by a flight attendant on a private jet that he co-owned. The flight attendant claimed that the the plane's pilot had sexually harassed her, and after she complained to the other owner, Mr. Kodak had her fired. Yep. Uh, Bobby Kodak uh, declines the allegations. Uh, and a separate action uh, related to legal fees in the case. Uh, an arb- this was this was done by forced arbitration. <laughs> this was settled out of court via forced arbitration. Yep. Uh, it was settled for two hundred and two hundred thousand dollars. Yep. Yep, because you can put a price tag on things. Yeah. I'm, I'm, uh, I fucking hate this. I hate this. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. All right. So uh, go ahead and mark off the stories as you read them, because we've got a lot to go through. <laughs> there's um, there's a couple more from the actual article that I want to mention quickly. Okay, so um, one of the things I'm going to go into real quick is that mm-hmm. all of this stuff, um, all of this that's been going on, it has gotten a lot of attention. You are hearing about this on the mainstream news, and you are hearing about this from a lot of different groups. The BBC, um, The Guardian, Sky News, CNN, they all, they've all mentioned this somewhere. The heads of Xbox and Sony have publicly yeah. stated their displeasure at this whole event and oh, no. have stated that they will be reconsidering their relationships with Activision Blizzard. Oh no, no, no. Sony went one further and yeah, have and taken and have taken Vanguard off their featured section on the store. Call of Duty Vanguard, the most recent uh release. That is the 2021 uh Call of Duty release. They have taken it it's not that they've taken it off the store. They've taken it off of their it's on featured the store. page. Yes, it's not on their featured page anymore. They're not they're not that stupid. They still want no. the money, but they're gonna take it off of the featured page so that it doesn't look like they're supporting them. Mm-hmm. I mean, it only released 15 days ago. Yeah. Uh so yeah, so but that's um it's not great for for uh, Activision Blizzard right now for that. No. Um yeah. All of this uh, drama has also uh, has set up, uh, did uh, cause another uh, uh, employee walkout as well. Yeah, so this, there's actually a really good overbuff, has a really good timeline of the last week. Oh, from... do they? Please link that. Yeah, I will oh, go ahead Hold and on, that. clarification from chat. Two employee walkouts. Yeah, this is, there were two separate ones. There were two um, separate I've, ones? Yeah. Uh... This is the second one of the second one in a week, I think, right? Uh, okay, so there's there was one at one Blizzard at, and one at Activision Plus. Yeah. 
Yeah. So I just linked the overbuff. It's got a very rough timeline of the last week on it. Uh, it's mostly the Wall Street Journal related stuff that we've kind of talked about, but it does have some useful bits and bobs in there, uh, breaking down some of the stuff from the article and some of the other things that have been mentioned. Um, on top of the heads of Xbox and Sony, uh, you also have a group of investors, um, employees of Activision, of ABK, Activision Blizzard, King Entertainment, um, and a bunch of other people publicly calling for Kotick to step down following these allegations. There were already, there was already a lot of steam behind this before this happened. There were already calls for the entire board and Kotick to be wiped out when all of this stuff got announced initially. Now that this is actually, now that this information's come out, there is a renewed push to have him forced out of Activision Blizzard and potentially having the board completely reset since they are defending him currently. There is also an ABK uh, employee petition that has over 1,700 signatures uh, demanding Kotex removal. So, uh, yeah, that's what I was saying. It's like there is a lot of steam building behind this currently. Um, We can only hope that this continues to gain strength um, because it has publicly come out that Kotick has a very hands off approach to his studio, to the studios under the under his control um and basically allows them to set whatever workplace culture they so choose to as long as you continue to make hits great i'm 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 sorry say that say that again because i can't have heard that right yes Uh, you heard it right no that's that's that that information has already come out yeah that he basically allows the 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 studios and companies underneath him to set their own workplace culture a hundred percent because as long as they continue to make hits. Neth, you are visibly upset. I, I just have nothing to fucking say. <laughs> yep. Like, Hey, y'all can be shitheads. As long as you fucking put a hit, go for it. Who fucking cares? I mean, you're going to be even more upset with this next part where I mentioned that uh, the Activision, as I've already stated, that the Activision Blizzard board, the board of directors for Activision uh, Blizzard have 100% have 100, you're going to be 100% pissed off of this, have publicly backed Bobby Kotick. Yeah, I saw uh, that one and I don't fucking understand it. And they've also stated that their zero tolerance harassment policy does not apply to him because there is no concrete evidence. Oh, there. Okay, I saw that. I saw that visual anger right just tech right there. Yeah. Yeah, they have publicly stated that the zero tolerance policy that the company has for harassment does not apply to him because there is no solid evidence. Neth, breathe. Oh, God. I. Okay, just keep going because I like, I just. Um, Yeah. one of one of Activision Blizzard's shareholders uh, has, as Gab mentioned earlier, uh, say, uh, has a letter to the board of directors demanding Kotick's removal, as well as um, the chairman of the board, uh, Brian Kelly, and lead independence director, Robert Mergado? Mergado? Uh, okay. I think it's Mer- 
I, I'm going to point out a comment from chat. It says, funny how a board of 10 white folks, eight of them being men, says that Kotek is okay doing what he's doing. That, Sorry if it's inflammatory, but I'm saying it. It's not inflammatory. Not, it's fucking honest. That's that's not inflammatory. This is nope. this is it's a facts. bunch of cronyism bullshit. And this these are a bunch of people that are trying to defend each other because if they don't, they all know that every single one of these rats is going to go down with the ship if they don't mm -hmm. stonewall. So um, it's a hundred percent what's happening right now, and so, uh, the fact that the fact that they this is this is a hundred percent white board with a white with the vast majority eighty percent being men being men it just makes the whole optics of the situation even worse because mm -hmm. this is these are, they are stonewalling and protecting somebody that has been accused multiple times of harassment of several varieties like this is this is this is some bad news bear shit you know this is not good this is a very terrible set of optics and if blizzard survives this or activision in fact if the company can survive this i have truly well and truly lost most hope i had for humanity uh, in general for, well for the united states of america <laughs> um the the shareholder in question that has penned the letter uh, to the board of directors is uh, Strategic Organization Center or SOC Investment Group. Um, they hold now. There was an article by the Guardian that was very misleading. Um, that said they hold uh, four point eight million shares, which is true, but that only equates to point six one percent of Activision Blizzard shares. Yep. So let's make sure you look at the fine details because. 8.4 million sounds a lot. It's only 0.61%. Yeah. Um, and this company also is has this uh, shareholder in question has also been very vocal about their dislike of Bobby Kotick in the past. Yeah. So that's kind of the problem you run into with this sort of with this sort of thing is that you're right now you've got activist investors uh, that are that have been upset with Kotick for a long time. Now they have a really good reason to be upset with him. That doesn't mean that I'm going to dis... Uh, that's not going... The fact that they've been an activist investor and they have been unhappy with Kotick in the past is not going to dissuade me from the fact that Bobby Kotick, as I have said multiple times in the past before any of this shit came out, that Bobby Kotick is a subhuman piece of shit. Agreed. I, I do... Um, I, just, I just think it is very important that we make it very clear that... We'd be objective are, about it. We'd yes, we have to it, be yeah. as objective <clears throat> as we can. We despise Bobby Kotick as a human being, but we have to be objective. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah, I've never been a fan I of Bobby Kotick. So, I, I'm so stuck on the other I side. I can tell. I can tell. Yeah. You're, 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 you're processing. Yeah. Um, I missed the majority of this this week. So you're yeah, getting you it all miss now. A lot of this. You're, you're, like, you're, yeah, like, you're, this is this, this is, is a week's worth of shit being dumped on top of you. This so is just, just reacting to yeah, it live. So just because it, it's not like it's a secret. So just so everybody understands, I, I've been away for the last week and a half um, up in Ontario with family. My grandmother passed away. So um, we were I, my son and I were up there for her wake. So not so much paying attention to the gaming news. So this is all just kind of like new information for me. Like this I is saw, just like I saw bits and pieces. During this the is week, a but not free really trade slamming into yeah, you. So this, this is, is just like. This is a lot. I'm like, I'm still three stories back processing shit, and you're still loading more on, and I'm just like, what the fuck? 
like, it's like uh, you, we, we tell you one story, and it's like, okay, well, it can't get any worse. Oh, here's another one. DJ Khaled and another one. The oh GIF. My God. Um, so, yeah, yeah, they're there's, also, yeah, you know, they've also, um, go ahead, go ahead. They've lost, they've lost some partnerships. Uh, one of the big ones is Girls Who Code. Girls, girls Who Code. Yep. Which, um, <laughs> which is real funny if you go, uh, if you go to that overbuff article that I linked, um, it has, at the very bottom, it has something that says, some of the good. And I believe it was Celestian. Yeah, Celestian. Uh, is it Celestian? No, it was. Ah, yeah, Ryan Davidson, who I have no idea who that is. Uh, but these are this is all like verified or current or former Blizzard people encouraged a member of my team to get involved with Girls Who Code. Not only were they selected, but they marked it as one of the highlights of their job. Shit. Oh no. Yeah. That that's timed poorly. Um uh, Girls Who uh, Code is Ryan Davidson okay. is a UX is a uh is uh part of the web experience team for Blizzard Entertainment. They work on Brand UX. Operation and like in IT and is apparently a decent dude, says our yep. inside source. Yep. <laughs> inside source. Um <laughs> For people who are unaware of who Girls Who Code are, uh, they are a non-profit organization that works to increase the number of women working in computer science fields, uh, but they have officially now ended their partnership with Activision Blizzard because of its ongoing allegations of sexual harassment, uh, assault, and a toxic work environment. Uh, they released in a statement that our priority has and always will be to stand up for women and other underrepresented groups in tech and ensure that they are given the support and stability they need to achieve, uh, actively thrive as they pursue careers in computer science. Uh, the news about Activision proves that our priorities of fundament are fun fundamentally misaligned and we cannot in good conscience continue to work with a company that does not... Uh, I can't, I can't say the word. The community uh, that does not murloc. The <laughs> does not murloc. Uh, and to, and to, I'm not good with reading, guys. Help me. Uh, what's, to, uh, what's the article you're reading? Actables? Uh, girls who code drops Activision. And yeah, to, and to, uh, which, to, which paragraph are you on? Where are, yeah, where third, are you? Third. Uh, the news about Activision proves that our oh. priorities are fundamentally misaligned. We cannot in good conscience continue to work with a company that is so anti antithetical. 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 I know the word. I'm not good at saying it. You just couldn't get the, your tongue around it. I'm not good with the, I'm not good with the words. It is so antithetical to our own values, which, yeah, 100%. Ask me to roll my R's, I'll do it. I can't, I, not that, no. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so basically what they're saying is that... Uh, Act of Blizz uh, is the complete antithesis of what they of what they believe in, what they preach in their values. Um, so uh, and real quick, just as a short aside, um, uh, Carrie says to Trill, you motherfucker. Trill? I don't know what. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> There's a short R, there's a short rolled R, and then there's a long rolled R. 
No, hold on. Hold on. Just a point. I'm Scottish. If I can't roll my R's, I'm doing it wrong. You guys like you're fucking furry. Welcome okay, to the I, Coast to Coast Expanded Universe ASCMR podcast. Right <laughs> don't start licking your mics. We're, 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 uh, I don't have a binaural mic, A, and B, we're a bit behind on the ASMR meta for Twitch. Yeah, so, yeah, way behind on that. Way behind on that one. The Trailblazers have already uh, burned those bridges for us. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, man. Um, Arroyo. 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 Technically, my Arroyo. mic has a binaural setting. Ned's yes, gonna do ASMR for us. Good to know. <laughs> I think we already, we already did this joke when she got the mic the first time. Okay, we yeah. already we already broke that joke wide open. So, the long story short is that this has been just an absolute clusterfuck, clusterfuck, gutter yeah. shit, just bad time. This is just bad news bears the whole way across. Like, honestly, I I knew shit had hit the fan because I had seen snippets of it during the week. You didn't know what the extent but of that shit was. I didn't realize just how much shit had buried the fucking fan <laughs> <laughs> until right now. <laughs> because what the fuck? So I'm going to quote a couple more things from that overbuff article and i will make sure that this is this gets into our thing these are some quotes from some oh, of the lizard folks um uh for some of the folks that actually work at blizzard uh this one comes from uh tracy kennedy who is a producer with overwatch um when the overwatch directors resigned they pointedly made comments about the company's cultural issues and their goodbye speeches the subtext was that the ABK's culture is at odds with our team's culture and that they didn't think they could fix it with the current leadership in place at, at in, in quotes, AB, at ABK kind of thing. This is, this is, you know, drawing the conclusion from what they're saying, that they don't actually mention ABK at that end point. But the context is that they couldn't fix the culture issues with ABK's leadership. Um, so, yeah. Um... That's the problem. If it's toxic from the top, it's going to just seed its way down. Yep, it just keeps going down. Um, yeah, there's there's some other interesting things in here. There's there's good stuff. There's good people. Um, Celestalum um, is Chad Neverig. Uh, works for Hearthstone and WoW. Works for Hearthstone currently. I think worked for WoW previous. Was part of the WoW team previously. Uh, oh, pushed the diversity in characters in Hearthstone and WoW. Reported harassment where I sought it. Mentored interns and aspiring game devs participated in community outreach programs like Grip and pushed for diverse applicants to apply for all of their open positions. So it's got to remember, folks, that this is a toxicity issue that stems from the top yes i have made my personal choices in this i am not supporting blizzard products currently activision or blizzard products currently but this is not the fault of your rank and file dev i don't blame yes. them for the things that are going on i don't blame the rank and file they are unfortunately getting caught in the crossfire on it, it it's the choice i've made there are other folks here that still support uh blizzard games for various reasons um chris i think your sub is still active currently you know my you did sub, finally i i canceled my sub oh you finally That's did cancel your sub. um neth i know has been playing vanguard recently uh but it's not a 
and as everybody knows, this is not us supporting the actions of a couple of greedy shits that it's because you made me into a thirsty place. bitch. Yeah, made made her made her want to uh, play play uh, play Rudy. Context, Rudy. please, someone clip that out of context. That's amazing. I'd, I'd appreciate that greatly. Someone LB, clip can, that. LB, if you can handle that, LB. I would I would appreciate that greatly. Yeah. Um, yep. So the regular people, the regular rank and file at Activision Blizzard, unless aren't something, the shitheads, aren't the shitheads, mm-hmm. unless they've specific, unless something specifically calls them out as a person, the individuals, the 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 group of individuals that work as a collective for Activision Blizzard are generally good people, and I feel bad because of the crap that's going on because I don't feel like. I can support them in a financial way through my purchases of these games. Mm-hmm. I can still support them uh, with my voice mm-hmm. and I can still support them through the causes that they are championing, mm-hmm. which I still do. I just cannot in good conscience right now support the entity Activision Blizzard King. I cannot support Activision Blizzard as an entity right now currently, but I am a hundred percent behind the people who are affected by this mm-hmm. because they didn't have a choice. They took a job. They, they do this. This is, this is their passion and this is what they do to get well, paid. And, and in a lot of cases, it was a dream job for people. So like, yeah. can you imagine taking your dream job and then finding out once you get inside, just how fucking shitty it is for some people like that. Yeah. That's gotta be so fucking heartbreaking. Uh, you gotta remember. I mean, remember when Kevin moved back, out, when Kevin moved out to California, he was like, I would love to work for Blizzard. This was a year or so ago. He's like, I'd love to work for yeah. Blizzard. He 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 pushed real hard to try to make his skill set fit in because he does have a skill set that is useful to them. But once all this stuff came out, he was like, I'm really glad I didn't. Yeah. Wow. This is. Wow. Thanks, Care. Thank, Thank you, Kabaddi. Appreciate you, Bubba. You're awesome. Um, so this has been just not great. Uh, no. This has not been good. Um, and. Yeah. Wow. It's like you got to remember, like. For all of it, it seems like it seems like folks have done a very good job of making sure to separate the bad eggs from the good people Yeah. when this stuff is going out and this, we're making sure that we're talking about, we're talking about the folks that are both positively impacting the experience there and negatively impacting the experience there. It seems like we're giving a lot of press and a lot of mouth of words to the negatives, but we do try to highlight some of the positives as well. There are, a lot of really great people that work for Activision Blizzard. Yeah. Um, there that... are plenty. Mm-hmm. I was like, so I said, there doesn't, uh, for the entire 16 years I've played WoW, I don't think I've ever had a bad thing to say about the art team or the cinematics team or anyone like that because they're just good at what they do. And thankfully, we've not heard any information about any, you know, ass grabbing. You can't. <clears throat> You can't like everybody is innocent Allegedly. until proven a shithead. Yeah. Allegedly. 
Allegedly. Allegedly. Um, so, yeah, I'm just... And I mean, I said this before. I Morheim was the one I wasn't sure about, but I had... I pinned a lot of hope into Jeff Kaplan. Uncle Jeff. Being a decent human being. And oh, so far it's shown to be true. But yeah. again, you can't, you can't know a person. You don't know a person personally. This is all a, paras- mm-hmm. a series of parasocial relationships we've developed with these personalities. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, like I can say Steve Denozer can't write a story to save his life. But that's about as much as I can say about him because I don't know anything else. Yeah. Um, it's the wow story. We've got somebody specifically saying that Morheim facilitated Kaplan being pushed out. Uh, well, sorry, Morheim. Sorry, uh, I misunderstood, misrepresented that. Uh, Morheim facilitated the actions of these shitheads that we've been talking about. And Kaplan was pushed out of the company for pushing back against these people and not being a shithead. Which, yeah, it makes sense. Kaplan, yeah, it's it, it's hard to reconcile some of these things because Kaplan was such a shithead in the early days. But he was what? a shithead in a way that wasn't like, I'm going well, to touch your head. ass well, without consent. Yeah, he was a shithead when he was not an employee of Blizzard, and all we understand is that he was a decent sort when he worked for Blizzard. He was um, like us type except, of shithead. I mean, you have to be kind of a sadist to make the Green Hills of Stranglethorn a thing. So that's what I'm saying. He was like us kind of shithead. I like those quests. No one likes those quests, <laughs> Neth. Quest. You can lie. Fuck, you can go fuck yourself, Neth, if you like the Green Hills of Stranglethorn. I like those quests. And I liked how they kept coming back each expansion. I always thought it was cute. No, bad Neth. <laughs> Plus, skinning and leatherworking, so many skins. <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah. I think we're kind of drawing into a close point. On I don't want to talk about any more of this. I'm, I, I'm, like we're we're, yeah. we're really drawing into a close point so on this. I don't, drained. I don't think this is going to be like a two-hour episode. I think this is going to be like we're almost done. Here. Yeah, <laughs> I am beyond drained emotionally from this. Yeah. Um. Yeah. This was. This was not an episode we wanted to do, but we knew we had to because we knew we had to talk about some of this. Mm-hmm. I think the only I think the biggest thing that any of you all can come out of this with support support the employees, support the people who have the courage to talk about these things publicly. Um oh, oh we did miss one small thing though. Oh god, what now? What? Uh that Kotick wrote that. Anymore. Kotick wrote the Townsend email. Oh, what? yeah. Kotick wrote the Townsend email. So you remember from the very beginning when all this stuff came out and Townsend, uh, that Townsend, Townsend. was the, uh, I don't remember what her position was, but she her was. best buddy, Fran. Yeah. Um, where she wrote that letter about how this is, this is not true and this is a misrepresentation of the company and that this isn't none of oh, this could possibly be true oh, the, and this is all I, wrong. The one that I was the one that I was calling that word that yeah, okay. I don't what you're talking about. Officer. Thank you. Fran Townsend was the chief people officer for Activism. Yes. Perfectly uh, put Bobby Kodak let her fall on the sword. No one has treated me that way. 
Yeah. It was essentially fall on, fall on that sword, bitch. <laughs> Robert Kotick wrote that email and instructed her to send that to, to publish that under her name. Oh, shit. Really? Yeah. yeah. Uh, she was, I clearly she was compensated very well to fall on her sword, to fall on the sword for Kotick. Okay. I do, however, agree with what's being said in chat that she is oh, still yeah. complicit based on follow up. Oh, no, 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. But, but the fact of the matter is person. that the, fact the, the problem that we're bringing up here is that Kotick, then that very same day, wrote an email under his name refuting this. And then, like, our reaction has not been appropriate. Mm. Didn't she, didn't she, like, didn't she, uh, like, close her Twitter account? Because of the amount of shit she was getting? She shut down. She did. She hard shut down everything that she had. I think her her LinkedIn is gone, too. I love the fact that she... Everything. I love the fact that she was heavily involved in the Iraq war with George W. Bush. But Blizzard fans made her shut everything down. Right? It's not that right? this was this was a big deal because she was a public face. Um, she was the public face of this to start with. And this is what I, I can tell you right now. She was nowhere near as well known of a figure during the Iraq war and the torture shit that was going on at that point. She was nowhere near as much of a public face. This she was. She volunteered. She was voluntold to be the public face of this when this started, and this has just created even more of a shitstorm because of the information that's come out that Kotick himself wrote that email. Yep. And then publicly refuted that email and threw her oh. under the bus on it. <laughs> Fuck. So yeah, um, I we forgot to mention that, but I just wanted to get that one bit in before we ended the show today. There is so much more we could be talking about. But we're going to choose not to on this case, because Mm. as I've said, as as my wonderful co-hosts have said, they are not in great shape right now about all this. Physically and emotionally drained. Yeah, so I was emotionally drained before this. Now I'm just like, can I go nap? (laughs) Yeah, um, we're just going to go ahead and shoot straight into it. Final thoughts, Neff. Um, I. I have no words. I, I have no thoughts. I just, I, I have nothing left. Sorry. Chris? Um, I have zero faith in humanity. Um, my final thought is eat the rich. Fuck the rich. Um, yeah, that's going to be our show for this week, folks. To talk to us during the week, you can find us on Twitter. The show is at Coast to Coast EU. Kevin is at SwingCat. That is with a K. Chris is at Akari underscore Mag. I, of course, am at Gavril underscore ET. That's two I's and a single L. Neth is at Nethwinch. Send us emails to feedback at tctceu.com. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, join us live on Saturdays. Where we record and stream the show here on twitch.tv slash ctceu. Uh, for links to today's show, you can visit the... Uh, for links to today's show and a link to our Discord, visit our website at tctceu.com. Choose your review, SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, however it is that you get these very depressing words pumped into your brain. Uh, say allegedly, boys and girls. Allegedly. allegedly.